You're listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List Online. That means my name's Andrew Mackay-Smith because I'm the only fella that does this. Welcome to the show. I've got a guest for you from the band Primal Fear. Now, here's a bit of an interesting story to tell you. When John sent through the email, it was advised that I'd be talking to Matt Sinner. Well, there was a bit of the old switcheroo that happened because it ended up being Tom Nauman or Tom Norman, it might be. N-A-U-M-A-N-N. Anyway, he's the guitarist in the band not the bassist and the singer. And I didn't know that until about maybe halfway through the conversation. Actually, it was, a bit, it was about a third of the way through, whatever. Anyway, you'll hear that uh, Tom corrects me and says it's actually him and not Matt that's on the call. So I did uh, have a bit of a listen to the introduction to the call there, and I could only just after the third or fourth playthrough pick up that it's Tom from Primal Fear. Oftentimes what happens when people have English as their second language, uh, you just assume that they mean to say something else when they're actually saying what they actually do mean. And indeed, uh, maybe if I'd stopped in there, I would have worked out it was Tom. But anyway, what am I talking about? It doesn't matter. You're going to be hearing from Tom from Primal Fear. And the reason for the chat is because the band do have an excellent new album out, or based on the one song that I've heard anyway. Metal Commando was the name of it, out on July 24th via Nuclear Blast. Do enjoy this conversation. Final thought, the audio quality is just a bit shit, to be honest with you. I think it was, uh, I don't think it was on my side this time around, because I was, uh, he called me on Skype. So, but anyway, I still think it's a worthwhile interview to share with you. Here it is, Tom from Primal Fear. How are you going? Hello, Andrew. This is Tom from Primal Fear. How are you doing? Oh, good, mate. Good. How's things been going? How's the calls been going? Sorry, mate. It's just breaking up there. How is the weather in Australia? Uh, mate, for us, it's a bit cold, to be honest with you. I think it's... Uh, actually, okay. where's my phone? I can tell you I can tell you what it is now, mate. It's 14 degrees Celsius. No, it's 18 degrees Celsius okay, so... and raining. So it's... um. Okay. It's cold for us, mate. My part of the world. I mean, I'm in the subtropics. But but now it's like summertime in Australia. No, the opposite. Winter. See, northern hemisphere summer, ah, southern okay. hemisphere winter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay, but see. we got we got like in the beginning. Stuff must have fallen with this corona stuff. Oh, it sucks, doesn't it? Yeah. It sucks, yeah, yeah. Sorry, mate, the line's a bit funny, so if it cuts out and I ask you to um, to repeat things, that's all it is. Yeah, it's just the line's a bit odd. So, where do you come from, from Australia? Sydney? Uh, I'm, I'm from the Gold Coast. So, near, you know where Brisbane is? You've probably been here before. You've probably played shows here before, but just south of Brisbane. We, we played Sydney and Brisbane. No, Melbourne. Melbourne and Sydney. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we're about. I'm about uh, about two and a half thousand kilometres north of of Melbourne, and about a thousand kilometres north of Sydney. Okay. So there you go. Yeah. It's a long trip to walk, huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. I mean, look, you know, these days with planes, it's like getting onto a bus, though, isn't it? You know. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it's so have you, easy. Have you ever met some crocodiles and sharks so far? I have. Yeah, I have. I, I've, 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 I've certainly. Well, when when we say met, yeah, I've been in the vicinity of both. Yeah, and they're not pleasant, actually. I've got to say, they scare the shit out of you. Yeah, there's a primal. Um, this 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 thing that comes over you, 
And it's, I mean, mm. the irony the irony is your band name is Primal Fear, right? That's what it is. You've got a yep. primal fear about these bloody animals. And I've actually eaten, we eat shark here all the time. It's called flake. So we eat shark as, oh, yeah. as fish all the time. But crocodile, I've eaten crocodile too before, which tastes a lot like, a bit like tough prawn. Or oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I, I've heard that you guys got um, the deal that you don't go to the water, the sharks come to your pub. Yeah, <laughs> well, some some guy just right. about about a hundred kilometers south of me, a guy just got bitten and died surfing. Got bitten oh, by really? a great white. Yeah, so it's it's real. Yeah, oh, like Jesus. when when you go up north. So when you go up north to Cairns, don't ever go into the water up there because there's sharks. If it's not sharks, there's crocodiles that will bloody get you. See, in Australia, if it's in the water, it's going to kill you. <laughs> That's the way. Yeah, to I, yeah. But I, I would like to see a, a white shark in, in the water once. Maybe I should go to Australia or South Africa. I just wanna wanna see them. Oh yeah, in, in South Australia. Because... So next time, next time you're touring here in Adelaide, they're they're just off the yeah. coast of Adelaide. There's tons of them there. Yeah, you are. You'll definitely see one. They they do tours out. They take you about. 10 kilometers off the shore and yeah. you're in and amongst them. Yeah, I'd, I wouldn't do it, to be honest with you. But if you really want to do it, go for it. Apparently, it's safe. Sure. I, we, were in, we were in Canada and Vancouver. We did some whale, whale, white sites. There's a big place to see orcas. That was pretty impressive. I bet. Yeah, well, you can do whale watching here as well on the Gold Coast, actually. There's boats that leave here every day um, to go and do it. Yeah, and, and I, I need to go to it because I think that one of my favorites in this Barnes is still it. Oh, sorry, say that again, mate. Uh, I need to go to Adelaide because I think that one of my favorite singers. Oh, Bond. Yeah. Yeah, he's from Adelaide. Oh, Bond's from Perth. Yeah, there's a statue of him over in Perth. Yeah. Yeah, so he's born in Scotland, okay. as you know, but he grew up in Perth. Yeah, you know, he's Australian. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of touring artists, mate. You always notice that on their Instagram pages because, of course, I follow all the bands like Primal Fear on Instagram. But whenever they go to Perth, mate, they always get a photo taken with the great Bon Scott yeah, at, yeah. His, at his statue and also at his grave. But I've heard a story, the, the rumour that uh, he got asked if he would like to join his But she refused. Sorry, I'm say not, that again. I'm not sure if it's true. He got say say that again. I can I can confirm it for you. Or otherwise, because I'm quite knowledgeable in ACDC. Uh, I I've heard the rumor that um, he got asked to join ACDC after Bon Scott died. Who was that? Sorry, which singer was that? Um, Jimmy Barnes. Yes, no, you're right. You did. Sorry, if you're talking about Jimmy Barnes, yeah, Jimmy Barnes is from Adelaide. Sorry, my bad. I thought you were talking about Bond. Yeah, no, Jimmy Barnes is from Adelaide, but he lives in Sydney, the Southern Highlands in Sydney these days. But you, you're you're okay. correct. Yeah, correct. That's a, that's a very little known fact. I think that Jimmy, Jimmy was right. one of the guys that was asked because Jimmy actually sang in the same band, Fraternity, that Bond came from. Ah, really? He did. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, but before he joined Cold Chisel. That's correct. Yes, that was the band he was in that got him into Cold Chisel Fraternity. Yeah. Okay. Ah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, so that's. Let's yeah. start with the. Let's start with the interview, huh? <laughs> Mate, why not? It's been good talking to you so far. So, and it's it's funny you mention ACDC <laughs> and Jimmy Barnes because, look, I think you've had an outstanding career playing heavy metal in the power metal vein, but 
your music has always had a bit of ACDC about it, you know, both Sinner and Primal Fear, but particularly um, Primal Fear. And look, I, I actually remember when the debut was released in 1998. You know, it was one of the few albums. Yeah, yeah, that's this. I mean, it's got us 22 years ago now, if you can believe it. But that's one of the albums that helped yeah. kick heavy metal. I know heavy metal's yeah. always been big in Germany, but not over the world. You know, there's been Germany and some other countries where it's been really big. But you know, you guys were one of the bands that really helped kick off heavy metal again and put it back into the spotlight. So now, if you can believe it, again, mate, 13 albums later, you're still going strong maybe stronger than ever. And look, yeah. I've, I've only heard the, the title track from your new album, um, Metal Commando, okay. but it's, mate, it's, it's outstanding. So, and I think you guys are getting better with age. So how on earth are you doing that? How are you getting better with age? <laughs> I, I can't tell. Because the fun part is, as, as, as the band, it was like, there was the grunge scene all over the place. And uh, hmm. we never thought that we would have any success at all with this kind of music. And so we just wrote songs for ourselves, and then we got a. First of all, we got a small record deal, and we were just so happy to to get a deal at all. And mm. um, then Marcus Steiger of, of Nuclear Blast heard heard the songs, and then he uh, he paid the other record company, and so we went to Nuclear Blast, and the album came out. Then we went into the charts. But we, I have to admit that there was like I think Hammerfall was the the first band who who brought out a uh, metal album. Yeah, in these days. I agree. They really, yeah. they were the first ones, I guess. And then mm. we, we followed them. And then we did, we started touring and then we put all the huge and big festivals in Europe and it was like really a dream come true. Yep. And then all of a sudden we played South America, we did the American tours we, and we played Japan and we were twice in Australia already and so... And it's just like, I don't know, maybe we're like good wine, we're just getting there. <laughs> no, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's all there. And and look, the other thing too is is that I know, I know that you've, you're a producer because I know that you've worked with Pegasus from Melbourne amongst many other bands, but the, the sound quality on Metal Commando was outstanding. So did you handle the production on that? Uh, it's like um, we go into a studio in, in Denmark, which is next to Germany, through to... Mm-hmm. With a mixing guy called Jacob Hansen, and we record the drums there. And then um, this time, Magnus he, he recorded uh, guitars at home, and Matt also also recorded the guitars at home. And Alex and me, we went into the studio of our uh, front of house mixing guy, and we put the final touches on the album there. And uh, it was like pure fun to go into the studio with these guys and, and, and having fun and fooling around with licks and tricks and, 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 and riffs and all that stuff. And uh, we're pretty satisfied with the, with the new outcome. So it's, it's pretty tough to, to get even better from the last album because the last album, Apocalypse, was pretty nice, I guess, and it was also very sure. successful. Yep. And, um, and now we put out the, the other one and, and even Nuclear Blast is totally satisfied and we all can wait to, to bring out the album. So we will release a, a new video for a song called I'm Alive, which will be the opener of the album. Mm-hmm. In, uh, I think in, in, in nine days, I think June 19th, we will release that one. Okay. And then the album will come out on, in July, end of July, I guess. And then unfortunately, we're right now we're not allowed to tour, but we love to tour. So I think everything will be postponed till 2021. 
Yeah. And we hope that in in 2021, which will be probably like nine months or so, uh, the coronavirus will be over. So everybody hopes that because uh, the music scene and everything is really on the floor right now because no musician is gaining any money and all the promoters are sitting there and can do nothing and everybody's losing a lot of money right now. Yeah, I agree. It's a very shitty time, you know, and then there's all these bloody riots and stuff happening all over the world as well. So uh, yeah. it, it just seems to be one thing after another. You know, in Australia, okay, so, well, New Zealand is in Australia, of course, but we had the volcano where Australians were killed. Then there was the bushfires. Uh -huh. Then there's COVID-19. Then there's uh, yeah, these riots, that. you know, and people are rioting yeah. whilst there's still COVID-19. So they're talking now about locking down the economy for even longer in Australia. And, and I don't know oh. how, how that'll go in Germany either, but, um, mate, it just seems like as though the more we get into 2020, the more obstacles to getting back to normal appear. Yeah. You know, and... Um, yeah, and, I hope so. Yeah, but I think because you guys are an established name, I think that this album will do really well for you because people have the time. For the established bands like Primal Fear and Sinner, I think it'll be easier because people have got a lot of time to sort of wrap their ears around the new material that you've got coming out. Uh, not yet, so because it's like we, we brought out an album with Sinner last year and now it's... Mm. Few time, I think that maybe next year or by the end of next year, maybe we, we do something together with Sinner again. So, But now we have yep. to focus on Prime Fear. We, we have to release the album. We we did videos for it. Now we're doing interviews and all mm. the stuff. So all, all all that's missing is to play those songs live. Yeah, uh, I, I know what you're saying. Yeah, yeah and it, it's, it would be great because we're a live band. I think we love to play live and... To, to have fun with the audience and, and to be honest I also need that that to be on stage with with, with my guys and be in yeah. front of, of, of an audience and to get the extra push then that's really nice so recording an album is cool when you see you have a small idea in your basement and you start writing a song and then how the song develops and everything and then you, you start recording it and then there's a real drummer and there's a real singer and everybody's developing and then you have the, the, the final result in your hand just mm -hmm. makes you proud but for me the, the 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 topping is play those songs live and get the audience crazy i agree and you guys are definitely to your point you guys are definitely a live band there's no two ways about it so it is a, on that note it's a shame that you're going to have to wait until 2021 but the only the flip side to that is so does everybody. We all do too, like every other band does as well. It's not just Primal Fear yeah. or uh, Hammerfall or any of the band or, or or Sabaton even, you know. I've been speaking to the guys yeah. in Sabaton quite a bit about things. And, uh, yeah, Pa was stuck in uh, Russia. He couldn't get out of Moscow a couple of months back. Oh, really? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Then you're, then you're really fucked. Then, yeah. when you, so, but we, did, we have a, a scene in Germany called Rock Meets Classic. I don't know mm -hmm. if you ever have heard of that. No, no, tell me about it. It's like so. It's, it's, it's like a rock band, and uh, the band uh, there is Alex from Primafia, Matt and I. We are playing guitar and bass, and then we have a drummer, a keyboarder, then we have a choir, and then we have an orchestra, like forty or fifty people, a real orchestra. Nice. And then we invite um, the singers or the guitar players and the singers from famous bands. Like this year, we had uh, Robin Sander of Cheap Trick, so we played couple of cheap trick songs and we had Alice Cooper with us so we played uh, Alice Cooper songs and then we had the guys from Thunder were with us and so and we do it every year so last year we had like Ian Gill was headlining and 
Wow. We've got Rick Springfield and we've got Steve Lucas and all the guys. So, um, and this year we, we did a tour and we played in Berlin. And after Berlin, we needed to stop the, the, the whole tour. So we played five shows out of 14 or so. And then we went home and it was like, okay, what are we doing now? This was really a frustrating time. I bet. That's, that sounds like a lot of fun. And that leads into my next question, which is that, you know, like you, you've appeared and you've probably been counting, but you, you're the bassist. You, it's more than this, I'm sure, but I can only, I can find well over 40 albums that you've played on and you've produced a lot more as well. So how do you fit everything into your schedule? Um, I'm not a bass player. I'm the guitar player. But anyway, so I'm. <laughs> I'm a, oh, sorry. I'm a busy as man. My, my, yeah, sorry. My apologies. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. So no, it's like, it's like, I have my. I'm doing Cinder. I'm doing Primacy. I'm doing Rock with Classic. Yeah. I do play in an AC, I, and I also play in an ACDC triple band. And um, so I got some studio work to do here and there, and. Yeah. Normally, every year I play around like 100 or 120 shows every year, so I'm quite busy. Yeah, how do you, and, how do you uh, find yeah. the energy for it, though? How, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, well, none of us are getting younger. Yeah, but uh, but you get more experience, so you 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 <laughs> didn't you, you do not party party hard anymore. You party, but you know when to stop. Like when you were younger, you you played your show and then you start to party, then you. Went to bed at five or six o'clock in the morning. You got, then you wake up. You got a hangover deluxe and all that shit. So <laughs> nowadays we have our, we have. I'm I'm not drinking like, checky coke or stuff like that. I'm more like into red wine or beer and that's it. And then yeah. I have like one bottle of red wine, very relaxed, and then I go to bed and have a nice sleep. So that's pretty. That's that's pretty easy then. But when we were young, we had parties. We had the girls with everything like. Wow. Yeah. So we parted we parted hard and okay, sometimes it it can happen that we party hard when we have an off day. But normally we are more relaxed then and uh we take care of our bodies a little bit more than we did like fifteen or twenty years ago. <laughs> I bet you have to, don't you? But I mean that that's a that's a good point. Because yeah. I'm forty two and even I find that I can have about three or four drinks and then after that, mate, it's all downhill. You know what I mean? Like physically I just can't yeah, drink that sure. much anymore. It's just too hard. Yeah, but sometimes another point when we play like summer festivals, then it's like sometimes festivals are like a, a family meeting because then we meet a lot of bands that we haven't met for a long time, and so we sit down there and have a couple of drinks, and then as the days turn into the evening and then into the night, so we're just hanging in there and we're having a lot of beers and all the stuff. What's going on? Then maybe you you go to bed, wasted at one o'clock, but at least if you can get up at ten o'clock or so then it's all fine. But normally if you go to bed like five o'clock, totally hammered and have to go up at eight, eight then you're really dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, no, I know what you're saying. Yeah. Funny, funny, funny story is the last time we played, I think it was Melbourne. Hmm. I, I wrote to Johnny Stoy from, from Pegasus because we, we toured sure. with them in 1998. And so I just told him, hey, Johnny, how are you doing? I'm... I'm in Melbourne. Would you like to come to our show and then hang out and have a, a drink with us? And then he replied and he came with his brother. And so we didn't meet for 20 years. And then it was so much fun to meet, meet this guy. And then we went to a, I think it was an Irish pub next to our hotel. And we had a <laughs> hell of a fun. It was really nice to meet these guys again after 20 years. And yeah, 
was cool. And I would love to go back to to Australia because I love that country. I don't know. It was so. It was so. Uh, I was so amazed when I came out of the airport and I, I went into, into the van and then we drove to the hotel and you took a look to the left. Yeah. And then you saw kangaroos. For us Germans, it's not normal to see kangaroos only in the in the zoo. Yeah, well, they're, they're on my front. Lawn. They're on my front lawn every night. To be honest, yeah, they're everywhere. It just depends on where you are in Australia. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know that they're they can they can be a pain in the ass sometimes. They just shit everywhere. So you you can be out in the yard and they're just kangaroo shit or wallaby shit everywhere. You know what I mean? And, and <laughs> the, the the dogs go after it and eat it, and it's disgusting. And you're like, oh my god, I'm, I'm, I've got a bull terrier. You know the breed, bull terrier. He, okay. he he likes to no. chase after them. Oh, they're like a like a really. Yeah, they're a fairly robust dog. Um, okay. Yeah, so That's so funny. he he runs after them and causes all sorts of havoc. Um, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's a good dog, I suppose. You know, he's uh, he just does. Okay. He just does what he has to do to try to uh, have some fun. Put <laughs> it that way. Have you ever been to 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 Europe or Germany? I haven't, but I would let, let me share this with you now. I've just applied for the nuclear blast A and R role. I don't know whether you saw that that role was advertised, but I've just applied for it. So I'd love to get to Germany okay. and, and hang out with all of the bands and stuff. But no, to answer your question directly, I've been everywhere else except for Europe. All right. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's nice because we have a, a lot of, of, of great festivals in Europe. Like there's really fantastic festivals all over the like. Bloodstock in England and, and, and Hellfest in France and Barcelona Rockfest in Spain and there's like Wacken where summer comes up. Really nice metal and rock festivals. I I agree. Yeah. I've seen them. We have we don't have any of that here, as you know. It's it's we just don't have it. We're not a big enough economy or something. But okay, yeah. But yeah, it's um. I, I'd love to get over, especially Germany. The other thing that I notice is everybody that I speak to from Germany, like. You know the guys from Gravedigger, you guys, everybody that I speak to yeah. from Germany is really cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Jens, the bass player of Gravedigger, is a very good friend of mine, and sometimes we play together in our ACDC tribute band. So he's oh, a really cool guy, and I also know I, I know the, the Gravedigger guys, and we know the Creator guys, we know the Halloween guys. So you know we know each other because we're doing everybody singing for for years right now, and sometimes our passes cross and. It's really cool to hang out with this guy. Sometimes you tour together, and it's 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 great to be part of this German metal metal family or metal team. I okay. call it. And yeah, I, I'm really looking forward that we will do this uh, for a couple of more years. Well, I mean, I think. I, yeah, I mean, look, you've got so many irons in the fire. So, look, I meant to ask this question before, but I'll, I'll ask it now. So, how did um. I know we're here to talk about primal fear, but you I mean you are a part of Sinner as well. So how how did Santa Murte go for you? Because that was a bloody good album. Okay, thank you. Yeah, ha- there was like a there's a oh. car passing, so I didn't understand. Yeah, you know, how did how did the album from Sinner Santa Murte? I think that's how you pronounce it. I, pro- I don't know Spanish, you see. So, but uh, did that sell yeah. well for you? Did that go really well? Was it did it was it received by fans as well as you'd hoped? Yeah. For sure, but you know, like the Primal Fear is the, the the more popular band, and so and and Matt is doing his. Sinner is a very old band. It was like founded in nineteen eighty two, I guess. So it was like 
and there were so many lineup changes, and, and then Prime Minister become his his, uh, his pr- priority. And so once in a while, he's just doing like recording an album and uh, just for having fun. And like he he's a great Sid Lizzy fan, so am I. So we we play some Lizzy kind of music, and we're just having fun recording it. And we do not really expect to have a a major success. It's just because fun but we're selling we're selling albums but not that much anymore but as many as with Prime of Fear but it's like more kind of a fun project I think Matt would not call it fun project but I would for me it's a it's a fun project so it's, it's having fun with the guys being in the studio recording songs that we wrote and that we like and then we go on tour we're not really doing touring uh, like like we did with Prime of Fear, like five weeks or six weeks in, in Europe, and then we go to South America. It's just like a couple of shows, like nine or ten shows, and then we play a couple of festivals in Germany, and that's mm-hmm. about it. Because um, I think that, that, that Matt is so involved in, in, in Prime of Fear and Rock Meets Classic and all, all the other stuff that he hardly has any time to, to put up a, a, a good tour and everything. So it's for me or for us, I think it's more like having fun in the studio, recording an album, bringing it out and play a couple of shows and having fun there. Yeah. yeah. So you sp- you spent some time out of Primal Fear. Uh, you spent, uh, was it about 10 years or so, about eight years or thereabouts uh, doing other things? Is yeah, that right? it was like, yeah, sure. I, I, I think uh, we parted ways in 2006, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, then I was a hired gun for a band called Brainstorm when they did their tour because uh, their guitar player couldn't play all the shows, so so I helped them out. Then I played in a band in Switzerland called Fox, and it's the singer there called Mark Fox, and he is the singer in a Swiss band called uh, Swiss band called uh, Chakra. I don't know if you ever heard of them. I have, yeah. And they're have. Pr- yeah, they're pretty successful in 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 Switzerland, and so and he did a solo album, so I played on that one, and then I did some touring. And I had a couple of bands playing and recording some stuff in the studio. And then in 2014, first they asked me if I could be the on their world tour with Prime yeah. Fear. And then we played the last show, I guess it was in Osaka. And it was so much fun on that tour. And then they asked me if I would like to join as a regular member again. And so okay. yeah. we, we agreed. And so I'm in the band for like, wow, Six years already. <laughs> yeah, time flies, doesn't it? Time flies. Time flies. Huh? Time flies. Yeah. So, when you were growing yeah. up, though, did did you grow up in? I mean, you're you're a bit older than me. Did you grow up in West Germany or East Germany? Uh, I I grew up in West Germany. I, I I live in Stuttgart, which is like in the Stuttgart. more southern part of Germany. Yeah, Porsche. Yeah. Where Porsche's from? And Mercedes. And Mercedes. Porsche and Mercedes. This is like. That Mercedes is just around the corner. Like I'm not living directly in Stuttgart. I'm living in a, like 10 kilometers away, sure. and we all have that Porsche and Mercedes all over the place here. So this is a really yeah. nice place. We have a good um, infrastructure, and we are. I, I'm glad for we live on the more wealthy part of uh, of Germany. You do. So you weren't. Were you affected by the, uh, the you know the Syrian migrant? Thing, or did they go mainly up north? Uh, once again, please. You know how there were lots of there was two million Syrian migrants that came in Angola 
let them in in about 2016 or 2017. Did they move into Stuttgart at all around you? No. No, I, I think that... Um... Sorry? Yeah, I think they might have been Berlin then that might have gone to... Yeah, no, it's just I know when Angela... You know, you know how there was all of the Syrian migrants that came in about five years ago or so, four years ago, into Germany. Does that ring a bell? Huh? I didn't. I didn't get the question right right now. Oh, you know what how there was the the Syrian refugees. You know how they came into Germany. There was two million that came in in two thousand and sixteen. Oh, I don't know. You mean immigrants and stuff like that? Yeah, like you know how the, the you know Syria. There was lots of people from Syria that went into Germany. Ah, okay, Syria, yeah, yeah. So yeah, they 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 are here, and um, I think it's like it's 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 a strange feeling for for some of us in Germany because uh, they go like, oh, now they're coming and they're stealing everything and the more violent and all that stuff. But but I don't think so. It's like we have the violent stuff all the time, and 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 um, if they really need help because they're from. Uh, country where they have to fear for their lives i think everybody would move to another country or try to stay safe so hmm. it's, it's all fine but I but i'm not really sure if there's are two millions so you know like don't don't always believe the papers <laughs> yeah i oh, know i think that was from angela i think that was her that was her that she said that yeah so no so i, I like asking questions like that because i'm a i study a lot of politics at university uh, and I stu- study politics in the media, and Germany fascinates me because it's a, it's a, it's probably Europe's powerhouse economy, but um, yeah, it tends to pick up the slack for just about all the other countries around it as well. Yeah, so we are, we are, we are grateful that we have a lot of, of work in Germany. So we got, um, really good, uh, good infrastructure everywhere. I think. We, in the eastern part, it's not that easy, but they are really building up. So last year, I was in Leipzig, and it really—I was in in the eastern part of Germany a couple of years ago, and it really looks like the eastern part, like Russia mm. and all that stuff. Really old old buildings, but they're really they're really getting it. And I was in Leipzig last year in November for for the music fairies, and it really looked like a West German uh, city. Really nice, and everything was really good. And um, our econ- I think our economic used to work, but now we, we are going down like everybody because of the virus. But yeah. I think that we are still healthy and and uh, we will rise again like everybody else. It's just like this, this period because I think that nobody ever uh, experienced uh, a such like a thing like a coronavirus. Everything has a shutdown or lockdown. It's like, wow, this is really amazing. So it's for the first time in our life that we have to experience shit like that <laughs> i agree it's the same as here like it's it's yeah. very strange because there's no planes in the sky and we're in an airport pathway here so we have planes going over us regularly but not now and it's mm-hmm. very strange it's okay. a very strange feeling yeah it's really strange so, so if, if you are interested in politics how about donald trump so, sorry say that again uh when you are interested in politics how about donald trump the guy oh, from America. I think it's a reaction. That's what I think. Um, and the reason I think it's a reaction is because Hillary Clinton was such a poor candidate. You've really got to ask yourself. Okay. You've really got it like as bad as Trump is. And I, I don't like my personal view is that he's a buffoon. But you've got to ask yourself that if almost 60 or 70 million people voted for him, how bad was the opposition? 
And that's the problem with that. Yeah, with, sure. uh, yeah, that's a problem with the American system at the moment is, I mean, to throw up those two candidates in 2016, the system's rotten. There's something very wrong yeah. when you get a reality TV star who inherited his money from his father and then you get the wife of a former president who was a philanderer and probably couldn't give a shit about her. You get these two as the people. And, and what annoyed me more was the way people in countries like Australia and Germany protested and did things because it's got nothing to do with us. It's an American issue. Yeah, sure. You know, it's yeah, very sure. like we can have an opinion and talk about it, but actually protesting and stuff is crazy. Yeah, but in, in Germany we say, if you will, come to the circus. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, look, look the, the Trump thing is, it's, it's, man, it was, I remember thinking this is like people were, some people were thinking, oh, he's going to change the system. It's like, it's, you can't change their system. It's, it's a rotten system. Yeah, I know. You know what I mean? You'd have to blow it up and yeah. start again, but that's never going to happen. So, mate, I, I don't know what's yeah. going to happen from here. I think you'll get in again. I think that's the strange thing. Um, yeah, but and, they don't have, but they, they don't have the money, and they don't have the economic possibility to build something up because they're totally rotten. There's no car industry. The only thing they have is weapons, and that's why and, they're always going to war. Because going to they, war, then they spot can on. use their weapons. Yeah, because then they have nothing. That's it. Yeah. Only weapons. You're right. That's why they're always going to war. Yeah. Oh, they, they've got they've got big tech. Like they've got Silicon Valley too. So there's those two things. They're yeah, like the most like... the most valuable global companies are. Um, oh, Mercedes is one of them too, and Toyota. But but Apple and Google, yeah. I think, are the number one and two most valuable global companies at the moment. I could be wrong, but I think that's last yeah. time I checked they were. And they're American companies. But look, they're they're not really helping the American economy. If anything, they're they're stealing yeah. from the American economy. You know, Facebook and stuff because. How much money does it cost you and me, as people who are trying to promote things, to to pay uh-huh. Google and pay Facebook to promote our stuff? It costs a lot of money. I don't, to be honest, mate. I don't do it because I'd rather have organic reach. But it's bugger all, you know. It's okay. Yeah, sure. It doesn't right. do much. But with with a band like you guys, who, you know, I, I think, and I was talking to, um, I've sp- I've spoken to a lot of people that have been around for a long time like yourself about this year and um if a band was popular before the internet that's the best because now you can just build a career but it's so hard now for younger bands to become prominent on the internet and uh, fight through and gain prominence yeah but i think it's for for the younger bands it's, it's much more easier to 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 find uh, uh, or to get a following because now you have YouTube and you have Facebook and you have Instagram and you have Twitter so you can post something and everybody in the world can see it or can can get it. When we were young, we have only a record deal and when I was young, there was no internet, there was no mobile phone. So you brought out an album and if your record company does advertising for you, then you probably have a chance to sell albums. But if you have a shitty record company. And then you bring out, you brought out an album, and there's no advertisement, so it went on. So nowadays, even small bands can can do something and 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 can rise the popularity because of all the internet stuff. Yeah, so I, I, I think I, they. I think that. Yeah, I, I think they I can think get that, popular. That, 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 but yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't that, know whether that, they that, can that, earn that, a living out of it. That's all. Yeah. I think, but that's a good part. But for for us, like when I when when I look back, when when there was like MTV or stuff on on TV, 
and then you you made a made a, a video for like twenty, thirty, fifty thousand dollar. Yeah. So it got released, and you have, you have the, the the possibility that it it was in the heavy rotation on, on MTV. So you reached a lot of people. And nowadays, if you're doing a video, you only can bring it out on YouTube just to to promote your new album. So and um, that, that's a little bit of a pity, I think, because there's there's no real heavy metal life going on on TV anymore. There is no, no, no channel isn't. where there is like, there, there was, there was a lot of good channels, but hmm. now it's all hip hop and, and all that stuff. Huh? I agree and with R&B. you on that point. Yeah, you're 100% right about that. That's a real issue at the moment is that heavy metal and rock music, just say rock music in general, which incorporates all genres of heavy metal, death metal, black metal, power metal, whatever, um, yeah. is, has been pushed aside in favour of so-called urban music, and I think it's bullshit, you know, I because yeah. I, I can't stand a lot of it. It's it's arrhythmic and it's non-melodic. It doesn't have a hook, and they, they, this, they're not even singing. They're mumble rapping and stuff, and, and it's... Yeah. Makes no sense to me, mate. But I, look, I'm a musician. I'm like you, and I love playing music. You know, and I love jazz. I love yeah, blues. Yeah, I, you know, I, I don't, I don't, I don't like that. They, they are really successful with that kind of music, but it's not like just like mm-hmm. rapping all day long. And even in Germany, we got these German rap guys singing about violence and taking drugs and using weapons and all that stuff. And I think the, it's not good for our kids because they believe all that shit. You know, like. When we when we saying I would like to fuck that girl, there was the index, and then yeah. you got no, no airplay anymore. And now they go like, yeah, I take the drugs and I fuck your wife and I I shoot your father because blah blah blah. And it's going number one in the charts. They go like, what the fuck is going on nowadays? <laughs> You're right, it's garbage. I mean, Jay Z and all of that shit, Beyonce, it's just crap. Like I, I don't I don't like if you want to like for me like like I grew up with people like Ronnie Spector. Now I can't compare her to Beyonce because she's so much better. You know, it's music. It's yeah. real music. It's rhythmic. It's melodic. Whereas yeah. Beyonce is just hand, wobbling. Hand, real handmade. Yeah, yeah. It's it's yeah. just not. Yeah, it's just not good music, man. It just does nothing. It's it's not music that people are going to remember in fifty years' time. It'll just be a. You know, remember they had those like all those massive pop bands in the eighties, like Milli Vanilli, that nobody gives a shit about now. That, that's to me yeah. that's what that stuff is like it's only it, it gets propped up because of a political environment and not because it's great music you know and uh i mean there's there's tens of thousands of people that'll disagree with me on that point but i'll stand firm that's my opinion on it you know it's it's the primal fears right. and the acdcs and the iron maidens and the morbid angels and the great jazz artists such yeah. as the charlie parkers you guys are going to be listened to by people in a hundred years time it's not going to be that shit because okay. that, that stuff is just it's 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 a false economy. You know what I'm saying? It's being propped up by the yeah. mainstream media. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. do you have any more questions? Because no, we are running out of time because I have <laughs> stuff to do. <laughs> no, that's all right. No, I enjoy I enjoy having a chat. I guess one last question for you is: yeah, sure. if you're comfortable with everything that we've spoken about, I actually host a podcast series, and I'd like to release this on my podcast series. If that's okay with you, I'm fine with that. Sure. Perfect. I, oh, hope, my, I hope my English was not too bad. So. I understood a little bit of everything. <laughs> no, you speak. Put it this way: you speak. You speak perfect German compared. It's p- perfect English compared to my non-existent German. So, thank you for speaking the language. Right, okay. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. No problem. So, That's... I wish you a good time, and hope to see you soon. Maybe have the the, the possibility to to come back to to Australia and to play a couple of shows. It would be really fun, and maybe 
we have the time to hang out together and have a couple of lukewarm beers. I hope so. Well, no, cold beers. <laughs> Let's have some cold yeah, beers. Yeah, cold beers, sure. <laughs> we'll do right. that. But, Matt, it's been awesome. I, I appreciate um, – yeah, Tom, sorry. It's been awesome. I appreciate the, the conversation. And, uh, mate, go well and good luck with everything. Cool. Yeah, I wish you the same, yeah. Take care yep. and yeah, celebrate life. Thank you, brother. Bye-bye. No worries. Catch it. Bye. You have been listening to the Scars and Guitars podcast series that syndicates for the A-List online. My name's Andrew Mackay-Smith. I think that conversation actually went pretty well after it was all said and done. We talked about a lot of things there. As long-time listeners to the show will know that I like to cover, cover many angles, be it politics, music, weather, sport, social matters, whatevs. Also, too, don't take anything too seriously that I say. You know, nobody has, but I'm just putting it out there now, okay? We're all people, and we've all got our own perspective on things, and if I say I don't like Beyonce, well, I don't fucking like Beyonce. Deal with it. Thanks for listening.